Welcome, friends, to Workplace Injury Prevention, a Fit for Work podcast, where we are bringing the power of prevention to you. I am your host, Curtis Kopotic, and I am joined by my co-host, Amber Brown. Hey, Curtis. Today, we've got our very first of our episodes called Frequently Asked Questions. Today, we bring Lauren Brizendine on, and she is the Director of Ergonomics at Fit for Work. So she's going to give us some insights into a question I think most people have been asking themselves as to what's better to do, sit or stand? How does it make the most use of this newfound freedom a lot of people have working from home? Exactly. I know that's something that that I've been wondering about and, and trying to move around my house over the last year as, as some of my work responsibilities have changed. So here is Lauren and her insights on what is better, sit or stand. Well, thank you, Lauren, for joining us and being our first frequently asked questions guest. And today we're going to be talking about one of the ever important questions that people are hearing a lot of. And what is it better to do at work, sit or stand? So what do you think? So when talking about office ergonomics, movement is key. You don't want to sit too long, but you also don't want to stand all day either. So a good rule of thumb is 28-2, and that's 20 minutes seated, eight minutes standing, and two minutes walking per half hour. So you're saying that there's never a quick, simple, it's just one or the others. You got to do both? Yes. <laughs> you don't that. have to, but it is best because movement is key. I really like that whole perspective is nobody has to do these things. And I think that can sometimes come across the wrong way is people are like, you have to sit or you have to stand. But really, it's you, you don't have to do anything. It's just your life will be better if you do. How will you be feel better if you do these things? Some ways to make sure you're standing optimally are to try to maintain a neutral posture, shift your weight frequently throughout the day, and avoid contact stress from leaning on hard surfaces like the edge of your desk. Some tips for sitting are to have your back against the lumbar support in your chair, uh, neutral arms and wrists, feet flat against the floor and slightly in front of you. And again, avoid contact stress with hard surfaces. An example of this would be your forearms against the edge of your desk. You know, I think it's probably easy for Curtis and I to get up and, and get at least a two-minute walk-in when we're on site and we can get out and talk to some of the employees. But Lauren, when you're at home, how do you suggest or do you have a specific routine that you follow as far as getting in and getting some, some steps in throughout the day? So I have a traditional desk at my house that I sit at, but I also use my kitchen countertop as a standing desk. And so what I do is I put my laptop on some kind of raised surface, whether that's some a couple of reams of paper or an Amazon box or whatever. And then I also have an external keyboard and an external mouse that I place flat on the countertop. And really, people don't need to break the bank for these things. Either one, they're, if they're, you know, their companies may pay for it or they can just get one at the local Goodwill. Exactly. Yep. Yep. It doesn't have to be expensive. There's ways to retrofit what you already have to, to make a standing work surface. Now, what, what do you think is a common mistake people make when they do sit uh, that, that you see that's kind of the glaring, hey, this is the number one thing that people should pay attention to? So one of the main things that I see that people do is perching forward or leaning forward to get closer to their screen. One recommendation that I have is to lean, when you find yourself doing that, lean back in your chair and put your back flat against the lumbar support, the back of your chair. Another thing that I find people doing is 
because their feet aren't flat on the floor, they'll pull them up underneath them and place them on the legs of their chair for a little bit more support. And what I recommend here is getting some kind of footrest, whether that be an actual office footrest or a box or whatever it may be. Put that slightly in front of your seat and set your feet on that so you have that support and your feet aren't tucked up underneath you because that can cause contact stress to your thighs and knees, wherever your leg is hitting on the chair when your feet are tucked up underneath you. And I got to imagine that things like that are going to lead to some of the common symptoms people hear, that constant stress of, you know, dealing with that nerve discomfort and also making your hips rock forward and, you know, that ever-present sciatica that people always complain about. That's a real issue. You're exactly right. And Lauren, what I hear you saying is that this is the perfect excuse for more Amazon shopping to use all of our boxes exactly. for computer Exactly. You're we so right. <laughs> So we've talked a little bit about about the the sitting and standing. As far as standing goes, you know, uh, there's a lot of talk at some at some of the different sites that I'm ergonomic mats. You know, is this something that you would suggest at home for us? And if so, what type of mats would you suggest? Sure. Yeah. If you're going to be standing um, at home, especially like me, my floor is is concrete. It's a stand concrete floor. So um, I love anti fatigue mats. If you're looking to purchase one, we recommend at least three quarters inch thick with a smooth surface and a beveled edge. Now, now, what's the advantage of making sure it's a smooth surface? Sometimes I see the decorative pretty ones. Um, what, what's the benefit of keeping it flat? Yeah, so some have raised bumps, which you don't typically need in an office setting. And, and those are typically to avoid slips in, in like wet surfaces and stuff. You can actually feel those bumps through your shoe and that can cause contact stress. And so that's why we recommend a smooth surface. That's crazy to think about. But, you know, as I do, I don't necessarily wear shoes around the house. And so I could could see how I could be bothered by that after a while. So that's something interesting. I'm wondering if, if anybody else has thought about that as well. Any great parting tips for our listeners as they are contemplating whether to sit or to stand? Movement is key. That's all you have to remember. Stand a little bit, sit a little bit, take a lap around your kitchen or living room. Um, like Dr. James Rutherford says, motion is lotion. That's a good way to send it to make sure that no one is best. The best is motion. So the more you can move and take a break, the better you'll be. So thank you so much for your time and for your insights, Lauren. Thank you, guys. You have a good day. We're so thankful that Lauren could join us for our first new episode today as far as the frequently asked questions. And my take home was just keep moving. There really isn't an answer as far as what's better, sitting or standing. The answer is just keep moving. I saw a meme, I don't know, it was a while ago. And at the top, it said motion is lotion. But then at the bottom, it said rest is rust. And I thought that that was a really good kind of analogy and way to think about the motion is lotion or just keep moving, as Lauren said. Yeah, we we really tend to try to power through sitting down for some reason. I know that how totally guilty of that throughout college, you know, trying to cram and study and just sitting down for hours on end. But there's nothing stopping you from bringing your monitor close to you if you want it to be closer, you know, making those one second or, you know, a few seconds to adjust, not forcing your body to adjust, but adjust the surroundings to your body is, is really a big thing that I think she's trying to say. And 
getting up and moving is can't say enough about the importance of switching it up because our bodies are meant to move. So uh, we want to thank Lauren for joining us and thank you for listening to this episode of Workplace Injury Prevention, a Fit for Work podcast, where we are bringing the power of prevention to you. Please like and subscribe wherever you listen and to get started preventing injuries, visit our website, wellworkforce.com. Click on connect with us to learn more. And remember, prevention improves lives.